Welcome to the Get Good at Presenting podcast with Lee Jackson. That was my daughter Lauren, so I'm getting different people to introduce me every week. Uh, I thought it'd be a little bit of fun, so uh, thanks Lauren for that. Welcome to Get Good at Presenting, episode two. In this episode, you'll get the second half of episode one. So in other words, it's the talk that I did to PSA Associates. That's a professional speaking association in the UK and Ireland. They're associates. They're fairly new speakers. And I spoke to them about the 10 things I'd learnt in 10 years. So you get the second half of that with some Q&A of me being live and off the cuff and really honest about what it's like to be a professional speaker and what I've learned along the journey, really, over the last 10 years or so. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Let me know what you think and tune in next time for Get Good at Presenting. Number four. I'm really sorry to break this to you. If you haven't worked it out already, it's not about you. It's really not about you. It's about engagement with an audience and it's about you making a connection with an audience. So I met Ken Dodd before he passed away. Used to see Ken Dodd a few times. Uh, I waited till uh, half past one in the morning at Leeds Grand Theatre just to meet him. It was freezing cold and it was me and two other people stood outside uh, to wait to meet Ken Dodd. I thought, there's a few people around I'm thinking, I want to meet them before they die. Because he was cracking on a bit by then, do you know what I mean? I think he was in his mid-80s, late-80s. And uh, I said to him, I said, uh, have you got any advice for speakers or comedians? And he said, well, comedians, I would say, the best thing to do is to get out there and comed, he said. (laughs) Isn't that great? So if you want to be a speaker, the best thing you can do is get on your feet. Some people say, don't do a free gig. You'll hear that. Don't never do a free gig. If you're at the point of associate, you should be doing everything you possibly can. When you open the fridge and the light goes on, do 10 minutes. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, the more you do it, the better you'll get. Just go for it, honestly. Anyway, here's Ken. Uh, here's Ken giving us a little bit of advice. An audience is a wonderful thing. You, you play the audience like you play an instrument. You know when all the hot spots are. Well, you need to cool them down there. There's a bit more coaching here because they're a bit cold. See, there's two ways of doing the show. You can either do a show at the audience or with the audience. With the audience, it's likely. The first thing you do is build a bridge. You build a bridge from the stage into the audience. Because don't forget, when you watch a theatre show, you're not just watching it, you're in it, you're taking part in it. So I have to make them all members of the cast right away. Isn't that great? Build a bridge from the stage to the audience. So it's not about you, it's about engagement. Now, engagement is a thousand different microtransactions that are taking place. Bits of humour, me stepping forward to be more engaging, me stepping back. Ooh, he's reflective. You know, little things that you can do. I use a quiz often, even in a keynote presentation, I'll use a quiz about me because it introduces me and it, people, and it relaxes people. I often get introduced as a motivational speaker. That's a big part of my job. Can you think of anything worse to be introduced to an audience than a motivational speaker? And if I'm working particularly in the public sector, they fold their arms and metaphorically give me the Vs going, go on then. <laughs> And so I've got a barrier then to get over. So I, I do it by breaking with engagement and little bits of humour. Do you see what I mean? Build that bridge. 
So it's not about your script. I'm really not into scripting. I'm into, I'm into memorising chunks and bringing them together. That's quite different. A scripted talk, you can always tell that's a scripted talk. Give yourself some space to do it. Number three, be careful what you aim for. So, being the PSA convention, I'm going to have the perfect keynote by the end of next week. I really am. Oh, didn't work out. Right, I'm going to go for the perfect workshop now. Oh, it's moved again. I've got to, I've got to tweak it for that client. And the, No, this... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go for it again, all right? This, is great. I'm going to, this one's going to be the one. I'm going to... Re- and it's a moving thing. It's never quite like you think. And then when you think you've got to the middle, you probably haven't. And please don't aim for perfection. If you want to kill your business, if you want to kill your creativity, if you want to become depressed, then leave this weekend thinking, I'm going to be a perfect speaker. It's about progress and not perfection. If you're 10% better by Christmas, that's probably more realistic. But Lee, we want some anchoring. We can take over the world. Come on, Lee. Yeah, that stuff helps, but I'm not going to be the best speaker in the world. I've done this for 25 years. I don't think I am the best speaker in the world. I'm not even sure I would ever know whether I was the best speaker in the world. Do you see what I mean? So why aim for perfection? I just want to get better every day. That's why I turn. That's why I've been here since Thursday for the Fellows Day. I'm exhausted, but I've been here since Thursday because I learnt loads. Because I'm I'm into progress and not perfection. Perfection will kill you. So here's PSA, PSA, PSA. I've this is crossing the line a little bit. I'm a director. I was a president last year. I'm crossing the line a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. The PSA is amazing. It can be a bit of a nightmare. I like to think of it as neutral. Because the PSA is a member organization. We're more akin to a charity than a business, actually. It's different transactions that take place. And actually, what it is, I think, is that we are more about, um, well, just a collection of human beings. And there's some people you've had interactions with this weekend, and you think, you know what, I could be their mate. And Julie and Bryony met couple of years ago and she didn't like you when she first met you did she but now they've got the same pajamas and they shared a room this year right that's how close they got do you know what I mean it was one of the cutest things I've ever seen if I'm honest so it was it was lovely you put the picture on Facebook Bryony so I saw it so um there'll be some people here you might, they might you might become friends for life there's some people here who might coach you you might be with them for a year or two and there's some people here that you just won't get on with and you won't connect with. You know what? That's fine. I try and be civil and professional and nice to everybody. But there's people here that I'll know I'll never, be, I'll, I'll never hang out with. And there's people here who probably even talk about things I don't even believe in. But that's all right, isn't it? Because that's a community, isn't it? And I'm okay with that. So don't expect the PSA to be perfect. And don't expect the PSA to spoon feed you You've got to take your own responsibility for your learning. Go to your regional meetings. Get on the boot camps to speak more, to speak better. If you've got the finance to do that, then do it and go for it. Sell your right leg to go on the sales and marketing boot camp. 
you could double your income after that. And I'm not BSing you. I'm really not. Because if you actually have a bit of a strategy and you know how to sell, it's going to be difficult. And ultimately, I just want you to be yourself. Be comfortable in your own skin. Learn to be yourself. Go away and think, I like that. I like that. That was a good speaker. It was nice to see all those people. That was good. I like that. But take that, but don't be like them. Please don't be like them. And please don't be like Lee Jackson. That's the last thing in the world you want. (laughs) We've got enough... Keith Chegwin lookalikes. It's a slow burner for some of you there. That's one of my opening lines. Uh, uh, but it, it, works, it works well. Yeah, but yeah, just learn to be yourself. Find your voice. How you dress. How you do your thing. Find what works for you. It's really important. And then I'll just end with this and I'll take some questions quickly. Uh, in the 12th of August, 1944... Something happened. We were at war at the time with Germany. Actually, we were at war with the Nazis. That's not Germany. That's slightly different. Okay. It was, they got to Guernsey. They got pretty close. They crossed. They took over the Channel Islands. They got pretty close. To the, and so we thought, well, this, we're going to plan this thing called D-Day, and we're going to get as many resources and many ships and soldiers and everything, and we're going to get into France, and we're going to push them back, and we're going to win this war. But they thought, actually, what we, what, we can't do that unless we can put fuel in the tanks. Without petrol, you'll only get a few miles and then everything will stop. So what they did is this thing called Pluto. It's called Pipeline Under the Ocean. Pluto, Pipeline Under the Ocean. And from, the, from, from England and from the Isle of Wight, they put this secret pipeline uh, in, under the ocean. And there it is there being done. And there's the actual pipeline, I think, ooh, on the Isle of Wight. And they secretly put this pipeline under the ocean and it supplied uh, 15 to 20% of the fuel that was required for the D-Day landings and for the liberation of France and Europe. Without that pipeline, the whole story would be quite different. So my question to you, my challenge to leave to you really, is who's in your pipeline? Who's your support? It's a tough business. So who supports you? Who's your mate that you have that Prosecco with when you can unload? Who's your coffee buddy? You know, who have you got people, that someone that can kick you? Come on, get up. Someone you can be accountable to. I have an accountability group with three other blokes and we're all leaders in our particular field and we get together and we ask ourselves difficult questions and we ask ourselves, like, how's your marriage Because we want to survive and we want our marriages to survive this whole process. Do you see what I mean? And we deliver, what we do is we give each other permission to say they're fully supportive. And I've been texting them this weekend, but they also ask me questions. How's things going? How's your business? But they ask those difficult questions too. Because they're in my pipeline. And without them, knowing those guys for the last 20 years, I might not be stood here today. Don't think of this as a solo sport. This is team sport. And that's what the PSA brings you. It brings you a slightly odd, little bit weird team that can help you in lots of different ways. Any questions? Yes, Leo. How do you go about creating the thing? Just the creating the thing. Yeah. So how do you create something? How do you go about creating? Well, I think you've got to learn how your own brain works, and you've got to learn also what the market wants. So it's, it's great that you have a story. 
but you need to, that story needs to be does it tick the boxes for the marketplace so do something so it's not, we can all like do paintings and be creative but not many people would buy my paintings because they'd be rubbish do you know what I mean so it's you've got to understand so the creative process is find out how your brain works but actually you've got to the creative process has got to be grounded in will this sell so how can I use my story to do something that would sell so what's the best way of finding out what sells ask around and know what your niche is know what it is it's very difficult that's such a big question what sells is such a big question to answer right now because you, are you talking about corporates, large SMEs, small SMEs, the public sector, education, schools? I can give you different answers for all of those things. Yeah, yeah. Any other questions? Hi. How long or how, what is it you've been waiting for before you allow yourself to move on to the next thing that you've created? Yeah, so I, th- I think, I think so, so part of it is trial and error. So create something and give it a bash at selling it and marketing it and that. And if you realise that actually, ooh, it's a little bit of tumbleweed, you know. If your mum really likes it, <laughs> but no one else has ever bought it, it's that's why you need people in your life to say, actually, that's great. It's Alex, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like, that's great, Alex, but actually I don't think it quite works. So I had a friend of mine who was going into schools to try and sell a particular package, and he was very passionate about a certain book, and he was making this book into like a play and stuff that the the schools could do, and it looked fantastic. But the play wasn't on the school curriculum. So the teachers haven't got time to bring him in because they're like, well, that's an optional extra. But if he'd chosen the play that was on the GCSE curriculum... He would have got loads of bookings. Do you see what I mean? So it's just working out that a little bit. So I trial and error. We might have three or four things that you do, but just try them and get people around you that can give you some advice in the PSA that might help. Uh, yes, hi, Julie. Pause, right? I, I understand the power of the pause. I get that. But the reason we don't like pause is like when in conversation we don't like the pregnant pause, yes? So yeah. When it comes to speaking, it's not a natural thing. But I've seen some speakers where the pause, and now it's timing, because they get to a point where it's like almost uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And then and then they come in, and I wonder if they've forgotten something. But then they come in just before I have a panic attack. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so for the recording, uh, how long should you pause for? And pauses can be too long. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing worse than somebody speaking and speaking and speaking and just for no reason stopping. It's horrible, isn't it? But I know I'm a fast speaker, so I use pauses to slow myself. It's for me a pause, like putting the brakes on. Big story coming up, put the brakes on a bit. I've got a hybrid car now, and there's a setting on it which you can click called B, which I guess is brake. And so if you're coming to uh, if you're coming to um, traffic lights that are you know a few hundred yards away, you click it into B, and it slowly brakes and then recharges the battery. So you click it into B, and then you don't have to do it. So it just, it just goes, hmm, which is really clever. So that's what I think a pause should be like. It's like a break and a come into land a little bit. It's just, But you can do it. It's just, if it's an authentic pause, I think people get it. So, so part of trying it wasn't, it wasn't one of the reasons I said do as many talks as you can. It's because you try the pause, and you work out what's too long, what's too short, 
you know, that's kind of, oh, that doesn't work. But I've heard people give away gold dust in a talk, like great advice, but they spoke so fast and they just went straight on to the next point. And you're like, oh, hold on, hold on. I'd like a bit of time to take that bit in, really. So, yeah, play with it, with a pause, but don't overdo it. Okay, got time for a couple of questions, I think. So, uh, yes? Yeah. So strategies to get free gigs. Um, so yeah, there's obviously people who do free gigs. Uh, so it's just finding out what they are. So like breakfast, uh, business breakfast meetings, they're really quite grim at times, uh, but they're always looking for someone to do 10 or 20 minutes. Do you know what I mean? And I, in Leeds, I could be in every single breakfast in Leeds. I could do, you know, I could do 20 a week if I wanted in a big city like that. Uh, obviously, women's institutes, youth groups, church groups, uh, schools. Sometimes I wouldn't say school because schools could eat you alive. PSA region talks. You can do a showcase in a region. Thank you, Bryony. There's lots. Of, I think it's just good to ask what's around, but use your contacts. So rather than saying I'm doing a free talk, you could put on Facebook and text a few mates and say, I'm just trying out some new material. I need somewhere to try it. Has anyone got an idea? It's about this. And then you might think, oh, yeah, you can come to my uh, school and try that, or you can come to my whatever. I spoke at a, like a ladies' group or something in where, where I was. I was trying out some new material. It was a ladies' group, and it was lovely. I once went to a blind home. This is not a joke. This is true. And spoke uh, to some blind people because I wanted the experience of speaking to blind people. The weird thing was, and I was so embarrassed, the weird thing was is that I... Um, is that I said to him, is it all right if I use slides? <laughs> and the woman on the phone was lovely. She said, you can do whatever you want, love, but we won't see him. <laughs> so, look, uh, are we, are we got to go? we have got to finish. Let's do, let's, let's do one last question. One last question. But I'm around, guys, so you can chat to me. Uh, yes, sorry. Yeah. I've recently spoken to Dave Heiner, so he also works at schools. Yeah. He says they're, they're the hardest audience in the world, and he says... Yeah. Just comment that the, the Canadian yeah. Would you recommend not for a beginning speaker? Yeah, schools. Um, so, uh, yeah, so like I said, about a quarter of my work's in education. Um, the, but the first ever talk I did was when I was set up that charity, and it was the first two weeks of my job, and they put me in front of 615 year olds. And they said, right, go and say something. So, like, you know, talking to adults. To be honest, it's really easy for me because I've done that. They're really hard. Uh, what's different about schools, uh, there's two fundamental differences. One is they're not paid to be there. So if you go to a business conference, at least they're all getting at least 100 quid a day to sit on the bum. Do you know what I mean? If you go to a school, they don't want to be there. And they don't. You know, and, and, and thirdly, the, the, f- the feedback is instantaneous. There's no feedback sheets in schools. If they, you say something and they don't like it or they don't get it, they'll go, huh? Or whatever, mate. So it's a, but no, please don't try out stuff in schools because it's not fair on the kids. And to be honest, you get you get your right arm bitten off. Uh, but there's people in the PSA. There's a school speakers hub. We can talk more about that if that would help. Um, but is that has that been helpful at all? Yes. Has that been helpful? Great. Happy to help you guys. All right. for what I think has probably been the most honest talk about being a speaker that I've heard. So there you go. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, that was me live and pretty much unedited. 
Uh, I just took a few pops and things like that out just to make it a bit better. The quality wasn't great at times, but I do appreciate the, the listening for that and uh, I hope you got some great advice from it. So that's the kind of thing you'll get on this podcast. It won't just be me. I'm going to be interviewing people. I'm going to be uh, chatting to various speakers and experts in the speaking industry. I'll tackle particular subjects and I'll even do some podcasts that are just Q&As as well. So if you've got any questions and you can get in touch, um, you can subscribe to the podcast and you can obviously get in touch via my website, which is leejackson.biz. That's leejackson.biz. More details about that in just a moment. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Get Good at Presenting podcast with your host, Lee Jackson. If you'd like to know more about Lee's work as a motivational keynote speaker and presentation coach, visit his website at leejackson.biz. That's leejackson.biz.